Did we start? I think we technically started. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we were talking about theme parks. I just came back from a theme park today. I'm severely in need of water. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, how long did you stay there? We were there from when it opened till closing it, which is not actually that long. Like, Disney from open to close is bad, because I think it's like 9 to like 10. <laughs> when did it open? I think it opened at 10, and we got we actually left at 7. So that's a full work day. It's though. a full day, but it was it was fun. It, you're on, you're on your feet the whole time, and then you yeah. have like, did you have all three girls? Yes, we had all so three had, girls. So you had three. Oh, was Angie there too? Yeah. Okay, so at least you had some team there. Yes. Because then you have like three little like little monsters running around like, buy me apples. No, no. <laughs> no it was more like, buy me chocolate frogs from exactly. Harry Potter. Buy like, me a wand. Yeah, Hogwarts can't be there forever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, also the Simpsons now are Disney. That's true. I wonder actually. How long they'll keep Hogwarts there? Now that I said that, because <laughs> it's been there for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's probably gonna be there forever. Like Harry Potter's is not gonna go away. Isn't all the Harry Potter movies technically licensed through Warner Brothers? Yeah. So why the heck is it on the Universal Studios lot? It, it, yeah, it must just be since they have a theme park exactly. that they put it there. Yeah. Holy shit! Because why uh, haven't I thought of that? Because Warner Brothers doesn't have a theme park; they just have tours. But like, as far as like the two destinations, like Anaheim and Orlando, it's just, just Universal. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're not going to go for like Knott's Berry Farm. Who <laughs> goes to that? <laughs> we, we actually had a, a membership at Knott's Berry Farm. It was actually really fun. I got kind of got bored with it after a while, but the kids loved it every time. Most of the time, it's mm-hmm. not busy except for like two rides. Well, so that's I, better than waiting four hours. And unless it's like, you're a single rider. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, especially with the Universal Studios stuff. It would be like 60 minutes or 80 minutes to get on the Harry Potter ride, and uh, you'd go in single rider, and it'd be like 10. Yep. Did, did I ever tell you about that? The time I went to Universal alone in Orlando? Mm hmm. Kevin and Brooke, they got married the day before my birthday. And like plan was we'll stay an extra day and like celebrate my birthday. We'll all go to like Disney or or Universal or something. And then like everyone just bounced. Like they were like, see ya. Like they just all changed their minds. So I was I was by myself in Orlando on my birthday. Wow. <laughs> and uh so I, I was like, I'm just gonna stay in the hotel room and watch TV. And I opened up the curtain in my hotel room and the Universal Globe was like ten feet away. Like mm. it's like, well, I mean it's just gonna keep haunting me. So I like went down to the, the front desk and I was like, This just by chance, do you guys have like like tickets like on discount for Universal? And it was like half. No one. And so I was like, Well, I, I guess I should. I mean, what else am I gonna do? You know, like mm-hmm. so, all signs. <laughs> so I, yes. I went to Universal and then found out they had single rider lines. And mm. it, it, to this day is probably in the top three birthdays of all time. Because I spent eight hours riding every ride. I almost got physically sick by the amount of times I rode every ride. Mm. That was MySpace days, maybe. Um, MySpace? Holy moly. I, I, I put like a picture up that the staff took of me underneath the single riders line because I was the only one. In the entire park, in the single riders line, and I was just taking over. All I can hear is the flight of the bumblebee. <laughs> Rod, like, I've done everything. I don't know what to yeah. do. I just kept going until they they closed, and I bought myself mushroom risotto and passed out. <laughs> Dang. It, was, it was my favorite. It was my favorite. A good mushroom risotto is my favorite food. So that was that was the thing. Though actually, ironically, the only ride I didn't go on was Back to the Future because it didn't have a single riders on it. Oh, it's funny because it's the Simpsons ride in Hollywood now. I think it's the Simpsons ride in Florida too, mm-hmm. and. uh You'd get in it, and it's the same exact thing. Like, you nice. get in, and the doors come down like the DeLorean. Psh, like, so this funny. used to be the freaking DeLorean, dude. <laughs> I was That's even talking so to, weird. like, another guy that had kids my age. He's like, this is totally the Back to the Future ride. He's like, it is the Back to the Future ride. <laughs> so, yeah, I miss that ride. It was actually really fun. Did you ever go to King's Island? No. King's Island had uh, this Smurf ride. Mm-hmm. Smurf ride? I have, it, it can't be there still. I don't know. Because every time I describe King's Island to someone, they're like, you mean Six Flags? I'm like, no, King's no, Island. No. But it's fine. But like the 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 Smurf ride was like it's a small world, mm-hmm. except you like went on this adventure and it was terrifying because the Smurfs were like your size, but then when you went to see like when like Gargamel was there, he was proportionally bigger. Oh wow! So I was like, oh crap! <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was terrifying. Was Azrael there? Yeah, cat like super loud. Although. If it if it was still around and I went on it now, I wonder how big it seemed because like you know like you're a kid, yeah. You go on these rides, you're like everything's so big, and mm. then you go as an adult, and you're like this is a, a dime. That's a true monogamous relationship right there. What's that? Gargamel and Azrael. Azrael? <laughs> a couple bachelors just kicking it, just like together till the end of time. <laughs> Azrael's not as like willing, but he no! gets he gets fed. He gets I like pissy. how he kind of speaks English, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's the mashup of the century, Azrael and uh, Goose. <laughs> Put them together, fight. To the yeah, Azrael in a Logan Paul video. Oh gosh, 
I think people have forgotten about those guys. Trying to get Gargamel some work. <laughs> isn't he? Isn't he going to the edge of the world or something? I don't know. I you just, know, is that real? I don't know. I, I stopped paying attention to the that shenanigans. <laughs> Flatter society. If I hear you say shenanigans one more time. <laughs> shenanigans. It's like herding cats. Oh yeah. Well, Penny, especially like at uh, Universal, there's no rides for little kids. Like absolutely, oh, really? there's one tiny kid ride that she could ride. It's just and then a we water also took fountain. her. No, there was, they did have like a little uh, water place there. Actually, she got drenched and was like, "Whatever, I don't care." Cool. Yeah. Uh, as long as she's happy. Uh, we went, but we also went on the uh, like the Universal okay. the lot tour. Oh okay. yeah, take you down, which is actually really cool. Like you got to see a lot of lots that they use like right now. Interesting. We've unofficially been on that because we've been in uh, studio audiences for like a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And so they take you through all that, and it's just kind of like a. If they're in a hurry, they're like, here's all this cool crap, bye. Okay, yeah. and then mm-hmm. sometimes they're like delaying. They're like, well, it's going to be another two hours. So let me so, tell you about this. Yeah, they're like, this building had a movie. Did you know this floor mat has been walked on by thousands <laughs> and thousands of celebrities? They just start making shit up. Yeah, I would I would totally make. Have you up. done the Warner tour? No, I've done the Warner tour. But I think it's like 70 or 80 bucks. It's oh, like wow. tour, tour a la carte. I thought it was yeah. free. Oh, no, it is Dang. not free at all. It's, uh, But I think the one we got was also like, a little bit short, maybe like half an hour shorter. I think it's supposed to be a couple hours. But we also get to go on it multiple times. So we went on two or three times. And because uh, Warner Brothers needs money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't like I, I think that's their equivalent of the theme park because they don't really have any attractions. Yeah. They just take you like backstage of Conan and stuff. Yeah, so. it was fun. I mean I uh at the Hollywood one, like uh, they show you all this stuff. They actually have they even have like three little areas that they drive into, and it's like a, it's like a ride. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing shakes up and down. And they move it. And there's screens on both sides. It's like a Kong thing. It's like three D, three three glasses. It's weird. <laughs> like and then they're like drive you out on the lot. Like hey, and this is where Cabot Cove. Where uh, <laughs> was do it? they still have the King Kong ride? I don't think it was a ride. Oh, okay. But it was, there was a King Kong in, thing for in Orlando. They had a King Kong ride. Yeah, I love that. That was like the old school one though, right? Honestly, I don't remember. I was so young. I think it was old. Yeah, I was, I was like, saying maybe, it was old I was like 11 right? or 12. 11, maybe. 10 or 11, actually. Yeah. I Once remember again, that, too. Seemed, I loved it. It seemed huge at the time. Yeah. <laughs> they also had this uh, thing on the lot where you walk into the Friends set. Like yeah. in, in oh, the, like Warner uh, Brothers. At Warner Brothers, uh, you walk in, you sit down at, on the couch, actually. And they have this edited scene that they throw you in green oh, yeah. screen wise. Have you done that before? Have well, you it's not, it's that? not a green screen. It's the set, or, or it's not green. Is the screen. actual they have the whole set, s- or they make it up? Uh, the whole set there. It's a recreation of uh, Central Park, uh-huh. and I think a lot of the the props. Oh, in that's it, right. It was I, the coffee shop. I think it's a lot of props that you don't touch or in the background. I think maybe it might be original. originals. But that, that couch can't be original because there's so many people to sit in it every day. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, they, they pick people out of the audience on the tour and like let you uh, like react the scene, reenact the scene, and then they film it and then send it home to those people. But then everybody gets a chance to take a picture on the thing. But the the Warner tour is pretty good. Like if, if you're going to do stuff in L.A., it's touristy, but I feel like it's one of the more genuine touristy things because yeah. you actually see where like stuff is made. Well, I used to take people to like Beverly Hills or I'd take them to like Grauman's Chinese Theater or whatever yeah. and like... I mean, that's fun, but like you get out and you're like, yay, stars. Yay, that's Dan Aykroyd's star. I don't even know if Dan Aykroyd has a star. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, yay, that's Hollywood. It's kind of dirty. Yep, not like the movies. It is is filthy over there, but like, actually, it's funny. The TCL Chinese Theater. I think if you come visit LA, like if there's a good movie, like um, like a bigger action movie or something, yeah. it's a cool place to see it because it's no more expensive than any other theater in LA. Amphitheater style seating and like it's really nice on the inside, really yeah. big screen. In and fact, that's where we're going to see Endgame as soon as the tickets drop. Nice. I'm like I'm like waiting, like I'm gonna get yeah. good seats for this. Someone's someone's right. selling them too because the app we have that we buy tickets through mm-hmm. has it available, but not in any theaters around us. So there has to be a theater out there that's selling early tickets. <laughs> or you think that maybe someone's like, yeah, I'll, I'm going to sell you these tickets, and they'll just rush and, like, bum rush and get them. Or yeah. they'll have some kind of, like, you know, algorithm kind of, like, scalping style. Oh, I don't know. That, well, I mean, that's so, going to be after the new... That, you're going to yeah. be scalping tickets for this kind of stuff. Well, so this is with the AMC app, and the thing we have, like, they actually check your ID yeah. against your tickets. So, like, it's just the way it works is normally, like, it does. there's a screen that movies don't pop on pop up on until like tickets are available mm-hmm. so it popped up on that screen so like we went to go buy tickets but they're not available for anything so they, they have they have to be like i don't know maybe another theater like in another state or something or yeah whatever but now it's a sign though that it's, it's close yeah because i'm i even thought about 
You okay there, Finn? <laughs> Dang chips. Uh, there, I even thought about last time when Infinity War came out. I was like, I wonder if I could scalp these tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, you know, if I, I'm, I'm picking them up now, like three or four months ahead. When it gets close to the line, there's no tickets at this mm-hmm. theater or any other the decent theaters. Yeah, uh, it's probably yeah, it was, illegal. I was really uh, <laughs> surprised when we went to go see us. Uh, we we were trying to find tickets and there was like no theaters. It was pretty booked. We we went to like the tiny tiny Burbank theater, mm-hmm. like the six one, like not even the eight in the, the mall. Yeah, that little one in the parking garage. Yeah, the, by the old IKEA. <laughs> um, we didn't know we bought tickets for that because we showed up at the mall and they were like, "You're in the wrong place." Yeah. <laughs> If you ever visit Burbank, there's three AMCs within the same block. Yeah, it's like, it's nuts. <laughs> there's a lot of AMCs right in that one area. Like, why don't you shut the other ones down? I guess they probably make enough money. <laughs> they, were, they were all full, so yeah, well. especially when we would go see us. At which... this point, I think we, I, we, we've we been in every, in every single theater at the AMC 16 in yeah. Burbank. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, the Dolby Digital Theater, the one that's like... I don't even know if it's digital. I think it's just Dolby. Whatever, Dolby. Dolby, whatever. That one had the best sound. Mm-hmm. And seating. And then IMAX was actually kind of uh It was the lowest grade, yeah. The one in Burbank? Mm-hmm. It's I Burbank agree. 16. I don't like that one. The it's IMAX like, there. It's like fine. But the one across uh, from there, that's the Adobe, like, it's a super nice. Yeah, it was really cool. So how was Us? Um, you really can't say a whole lot without spoiling things. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, Vince and I talked about it. We liked Get Out better, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a Jordan Peele horror movie because... We Vince was saying he thought it'd be uh, creepier, based on the trailers. Yeah, it really wasn't all that creepy. Um, it was kind. It was kind of scary, but it was a lot of like confusion. Yeah, and it was two or three days ago we saw it, and I'm just now putting it together. Like it's one of those things that like I left like they didn't answer anything, and then as I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, oh my god, okay, I guess they did. Like there's a, there was a lot of stuff that um, it's more of a political film. Mm. Yeah, kind of like Get Out was a political film. Yeah. But this time, not necessarily race. There are some racial things in it, but Get Out was definitely like a racial political movie. Have you mm. seen Get Out? I have not seen it, but I know so, about it. I uh, want. I I can't stand watching horror movies. They just give me nightmares. Both of them weren't really horror. Mo- I mean, they're horror elements, but like yeah. it, it. To me, it was like you know, in the list of ingredients, it might have been the th- horror might be in the third thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but from it, whenever it gets like you know, build, it's like this is a horror movie. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. automatically like, nope. This one, yeah, like. Yeah. But this and Get Out, what I kind of dug about it. Well, you know what? I lied. I was gonna say about Get Out is that it couldn't really happen. But actually, it that was the scare about it. Like, like every African American friend I had was like, "We always fear this would happen." Like, oh god. So us, um, actually opens with a true premise. That actually, this isn't really a spoiler because the very first thing you see in the movie is like some text on the screen about how the U.S. is uh, filled with underground tunnels that no one knows the purpose of. Mm. And that's true, I guess. That's like a like a kind of open known fact and then it kind of explores like what happens down there and uh who maintains it, these tunnels. The the title even though it's really simple actually changes its meaning after you see the movie. It's it's very clever. It's like a big Rubik's cube. Mm. Um, and then there's a lot of questions that Jordan Peele said that he purposely didn't like. He didn't fill in uh, some details because they weren't pertinent to the point he was trying to make. And if they if there was like details, he wanted people to be able to fill in whatever they wanted there, you know. Um, but what's really wild is they present a twist. I mean, people know that's coming because Get Out had a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, Us had a twist, but then I didn't realize until this morning that there was another twist right in front of our it was weird the twist was the distraction to the actual one it was so double twist twistception yeah (laughs) so i i think it was like good um but i like to get out better and um it's still like it's it's still well-made film i like the fact that it's like a horror film but like very different Mm -hmm. like uh it didn't follow like a lot of the same beats it's it the trailer makes it look like a slasher film and it's not so much i mean there's a lot of violence in it but well, there's a lot of those things where, like, you can feel like something's uh, building tension. And it's, you know, those moments, especially, like, you're like me, I don't like horror stuff. So I'll start to, like, close my eyes or, like, start to look away at the screen because I don't want to get, you know, frightened Jump really scare, bad. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for that movie. But also, something in this one that I was prepared for because in Get Out, there was no accidental detail. 
so uh, it, us was the same way. Every little thing down to like tiny things on tables, things people say, the way people look. They're you know, all keys to answers. Like, you know how some movies, uh, in a film, if someone like slips something, like breaks character for just a second, um, that in both Get Out and Us, like so far in the Jordan Peele films, it's, it would seem like that happens maybe very briefly, but it's uh, very much on purpose and is a huge importance. It's definitely one of those things, if you want to see the whole picture, you'll have to see it multiple times, um, whether you're interested in it or not. But there's no other way to really absorb it unless you have like a photographic memory. Because yeah. like, there's just a bunch of odd stuff you're presented with, and then all of a sudden you like find out what's going on, and you're like, wait, what happened? And you're <laughs> like mm. backtracking. Like with simple movies, I'm still like that. I'm like, what? Oh, is this little <laughs> tiny thing? I got to rewatch it. Yeah, The Matrix. Whoa. Oh yeah, like it wasn't. That's not that deep of a movie, but you're still like, wait a minute. What? It was. It was though, especially after the trilogy came out. There's a trilogy, The Matrix. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's that's the things I know. Like a lot of people didn't like the entirety of the trilogy. Yeah, but it did stay true to the like the the schools of philosophy that the the Wachowskis like were going for. So like, yeah, there's that. You know, I heard a rumor too that um, wow, that's so funny. Like, have you watched Umbrella Academy? I have not. Now, every, because... every time I say I heard a rumor, I think of this character. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I heard a rumor that the original Matrix, like every cast member before they filmed, were like forced to read like Plato and Aristotle and stuff. Hmm. Um, like, uh, like certain books that the Wachowskis had for him. And like, now it makes sense. Uh, speaking of Umbrella Academy, um, all right, you haven't started it or anything? No, I haven't. Super fun. My daughter was like, I want to watch this. And then I talked to you guys, and you're like, no. <laughs> like, Which, uh, Naomi? Yeah. I mean, that's your call. It's, yeah. Um, I don't think there was anything overtly sexual. There's a lot of violence. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, it's hard to rate it because, you know, Netflix stuff doesn't follow, like, PG-13 guidelines and stuff. But uh, I don't know. Like The drama, to me, kind of feels like the OC or Runaways, mm. uh, except... They curse maybe every other episode or something. Like, I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't really care that much about cursing. I mean, I I am not wanting to show my kids like gratuitous sexual yeah. <laughs> stuff, which happens a lot. This one, oh, you know what? There's one allusion to it. Like, there's like drugs and sex, and like they talk about it, and you mm. kind of see like a montage of something happening, but you never see the act or any like. It's like the the rom com thing where like. The party, flashing lights, you see mm. him like having a party, then he wakes up the next day with a girl in his bed. Like that's <laughs> like that's a, about what happens. Yeah, nineties sitcom, they'll pan to like the fireplace. Oh, yeah. This didn't do that, it just like <laughs> woke it just like jump cut to like him waking up. But um also like the characters are so weird that some of them aren't exactly like one to one human equivalents either. So it's like maybe that might be sexual, but it's also like a half thingy thing. Like it's I don't know. The, the characters are very bizarre. Um, but I, we watched, we finished the entire season and, uh, I think it's pretty, it's pretty tight. We, I watched this show called, uh, let me explain on YouTube. And he pointed out, like they presented a lot of details and I didn't, I feel like there's more to be explained, but I didn't feel like it was haphazard, like Batman v Superman or something. Yeah. Like there are so many characters in this show. It's, it's like they took like an end game kind of or not any like an infinity war kind of story and then spread it across like a TV season. Mm. It's like who who are they? Who are they? These people came in and everyone's important. <laughs> but it's all really intriguing like how they weave it together. Mm. But so there's seven kids in the Umbrella Academy. Each of them could have their own show easily. Yeah. And is that entertaining? I think it's like their stories I'm, are so interesting. Like they don't give any exposition to a character. They just like arrive you're like, "Well, I got to figure out what this person is or doing or and all that stuff. Mary J. Blige is like a, uh, like a, I don't know how to explain it, like a temporal, um, like law enforcement thing. Like it, it's it's so so bizarre. Like there's so many things in it. I and totally, I'm really wanting to watch it. But like I said, it's kind of like okay, when do my girls, you know, go to sleep? Or yeah. Whatever, and when do I have time? <laughs> yeah. It is very comic booky. Which like, I'm a fan of. I like yeah. when things are comic booky. Maybe not like I don't feel like Legends is comic booky. I feel like Legends is just freaking straight up goofy. <laughs> but it's like uh, WB stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vince would I say I don't watch Flash, but Vince watches the Flash. How would you compare it kind of like to Flash or something? No. It kinda it has its own feel, its own vibe to it. <clears throat> I like Flash, but like, it can it can get goofy too. All of that st- stuff feels like WB, like yes. no matter how hard they try to get away from it. It feels like the CW if like you team. can tell it's CW written like like we talked about it last time. Yeah. 
Uh, Umbrella Academy heavily uses music, mm-hmm. like well-known songs like Old and New. Yeah. How many episodes is it? Ten for Ten? the first season. Have you guys gotten through them? Yep, yeah. we finished yeah. it. Really good? Um, it definitely, like, it gives you a good, like, I don't want to say closure. It seems like a season ending, but it, it also is like, well, now we definitely have to watch the next seven seasons because uh, they it's it's kind of like comic book Game of Thrones. The uh, comic books are only two s- series ahead, I think, of the the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be like Game of Thrones where they catch up. <laughs> yeah. So they well they said they're always gonna be two ahead, and they, be, ha- they have the exact story. You gotta be careful with that crap mm-hmm. because I mean, even like you take a look at like some of these comic books, they get put off. I yeah. mean, I remember there's uh, Kevin Smith did some like you know Spider Man and Black Cat stuff, and I remember that got put off for like a forever, and a bunch of other <laughs> things are like, wait a minute, what's go- when is this coming back? Like it's only. Yeah. You know. I think I think they're just being brave with it because once again, when you see once you see this first season, you're like, there are so many characters yeah. and so many stories mm-hmm. that eight seasons it just barely feels like enough. So I think they're just like, you know what, we're just gonna try it, and if we don't finish, then we don't finish. But yeah. I, I guess it's like the highest rated or viewed like Netflix show in a while now or something yeah so it sounds I mean, like it's getting everybody's green. talking about it i'm really interested yeah we talked but, about the wachowskis a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and the matrix did you guys do you have you guys ever seen john wick saw the first one haven't seen the second one okay there's the third the trailer for the third one comes yeah. out i haven't seen any of these movies yeah. but this trailer from the third movie i finally i saw it and i was like i think i want to watch this because <laughs> of the, now because the first the first movie came out and i was like that looks goofy and weird it's like a live action anime yeah but i mean like this trailer. Have you seen this new trailer? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. When when he turns around and he's like, I almost called him Neo. He's like, What do you need? Guns. Mm-hmm. Lots of guns. Yeah. And you're like, What? And then Lawrence Fishburne's immediately there, and you're like, Wait a minute, what's going on? So <laughs> it's funny. Like the origins of uh, John Wick is kind of interesting because you know, remember the uh, sad Keanu meme that yeah. went around for a while? Someone like randomly took a picture of him on a bench, and it kind of personified him. Mm-hmm. That persona got so big on the internet that John Wick is pretty much the characterization of that meme. <laughs> and so it's kind of like snakes on a plane. Like people um, uh, like see Sam Jackson a certain way mm-hmm. and then snakes on a plane was like that to the nth degree. <laughs> so John Wick is like a Keanu Reeves movie, how mm-hmm. the public sees him. Characterized or whatever. You yeah, know. it's kind of like Mila Jovovich in uh, Ultraviolet. Yeah. That movie has no point. She literally does all. She hits all the beats that every other action movie she does is. She takes her clothes off at the beginning. She fights with like cool weapons. There's weird CG like like martial arts skills and stuff. But it's like it's her, and they just like kind of made a movie for like the public understanding of her. You know, so John Wick is kind of like that. It's like there's this meme, and people like have this view of Keanu, and we're just gonna make that movie, and it's wildly successful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking in on it and being like. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, but I'm like, why is he going after these guys? Like, oh, like they killed his dog, yeah. and I'm like, that was the second movie, I think, right? No, I think it's the first. Was one. it the first one? Yeah. One of the creators in Studio Seventy One did it, and they made a dog wick uh, trailer, <laughs> where it's like a dog doing like all the martial arts and shooting guns and stuff. They killed my owner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of dogs in this third one. Looks like. <laughs> They gotta put the dogs in now. You gotta get dog. The dog needs some time, <laughs> some screen time. Yeah. So I don't know. I I need to see the second one, and I can't wait for this third one because it's a. Uh, I don't know. This is a good, dumb, fun film. I like stuff like that. Yeah, me too. In fact, like I like stupid shoot 'em up movies like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, Die like Hard first one especially is yeah. believable. You know, <laughs> like yeah. certain, most scenes of it are possibly believable. You know, <laughs> and then they get worse down the line. But you know, I I like those kind of just like heat. And those other ones. <laughs> oh, man, I, gun sh- I love it. Wait, am I reading this? I'm like looking at our list of topics. Am oh, I sure. reading this correctly? Is saying Mortal Kombat is going to be rebooted by Marvel? Oh, no, it says inspired by Marvel. It's inspired by Marvel, yeah. Like as in a... I could probably just like look at this article. Okay, so it's good. they're going to try to make like a cinematic universe? That is going to get messed up real easy. But Oof. sure. Cinematic universes are... That's a terrible idea to try to do. Uh we just talked about earlier uh, Universal Studios, and I went and we saw. I went on the Mummy ride. 
They made it for the new Mummy movie. I haven't even seen any parts of this. It didn't have any Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. Like, what is this? And I know that that movie, like, they had planned to do, like, The Mummy and then Frankenstein. Yeah, Dracula. And then Dracula. And have them, like, all as, like, a team-up monster. And they try to, like, put together, like, the cinematic universe of the of their old-school monster movies. Which, like, I love old-school monster movies. Those old, <laughs> like, the old classics. But that, to me, was more like them going, we need money. <laughs> Let's yeah. like almost, almost like Warner Brothers being like, we need to make the Justice League now. <laughs> like, well, what do we? We don't have a Justice League. What do we got? We got monster <laughs> movies. That creature from the Black Lagoon. That could have been a cool idea. I yeah, mean, not as like a superhero thing, but like a monster verse. You know, where they all just kind of reside in the same universe. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I didn't watch the new, the new Mummy. I heard it like just bombed. I can't remember who saw. I talked to somebody directly that saw it, and they were like, "Don't even, don't even, <laughs> try. don't even waste your time." But like, the 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 Universal Monsters, man, like it, it's, it was a good idea because that's like that's their holy trilogy, you know. Like, honestly, yeah, they and we haven't seen like a new fi- monster film like that. Yeah. Now with Mortal Kombat, so like, <clears throat> if for some reason you're just this is the first time you're listening to us or one of the first times, like Mortal Kombat's like my favorite video games like the first three games of my favorite video games ever i love the lore of it um i was actually just watching the mortal kombat 11 live stream as they're teasing the release of the new mortal kombat 11 mm-hmm. uh coming in a few weeks and there's a couple guys that are in charge of kind of like making sure the lore stays pieced together mm-hmm. i guess if they put them in charge like a feige situation it yeah. might work out but there's so much stuff like mortal kombat in itself is like marvel in that fact that like like not the movies like comic books because it's been rewritten so many times like characters and yeah like uh kano kano in the uh the very first mortal kombat was supposed to be a hapa who you know like you know what hapa is it's like a half white half japanese i'm a hapa like like, yeah vince is hapa nice so kano is supposed to be like a a hapa he's supposed to be like part japanese part white and like just like this vigilante and then in the Mortal Kombat movie, he was very Australian. They pulled a Wolverine. Oh, yeah. You know, they were they're like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, hello, baby. Did you miss me? That was a terrible <laughs> accent. Um, and it played so well, it changed the canon. Like, Kano's Australian now. Because he didn't really have any lines in the first game. Then yeah. he wasn't in the second game as a playable character. And then he returned in the third. They're like, oh, yeah, this Australian dude. I'm like, I'm, I, I mix all these characters <laughs> up. Uh, who's the main one? Uh, Liu Kang is there like the go. mantle. Okay. Well, he was. Or was. See, this is where it gets complicated. This is this is why like a, a cinematic universe would be v- pretty weird here because when they made the Mortal Kombat like movies, uh, they you know they did the '90s thing where they picked like a couple mantle heads and made them like the the stars of the movie, and then everyone else were like background characters. Yeah. But with a property like Mortal Kombat, you can't do that. You have to do it like a. Um, like an Infinity War Avengers, yeah. where everyone's a star, and like Hawkeye, you know. In that original lineup of Mortal Kombat 1 and probably 2, like all those characters, like all whatever dozen or a couple dozen of those characters have to be like main players. Because in that original Mortal Kombat movie, like Reptile was like a like a cameo fighting scene. Yep. But he's like a favorite of like millions. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> well, like the cinematic universe idea, unless you have like, a lot of backstory on each characters, and I'm not even just talking like like Mortal Kombat has quite a bit on each, mm-hmm. but you know Marvel has like decades, a lot, yeah, decades. DC has decades. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't pull that off. I mean, you've <laughs> got to have like you people have to be so interested in these side characters that they're creating their own movie. Yeah, I doubt even within the X Men, I doubt that people would watch a Storm movie. I would, but I know. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Actually, I mean, like, people would, of, but I did, I did hear on a video just recently that they're thinking of pulling Deadpool in, yeah. with Marvel and X Men and Fantastic Four. So the thing about Silver Surfer, the thing about someone like Storm, and I know I harp on Halle Berry a lot, mm-hmm. but separate from that, the thing about Wolverine being able to have his own movie series, and that for a while they were toying with Magneto. Yeah. Having his own thing, yeah, for a long time. They had, that was actually like a developing story, yeah. like, and it hey. was a teaser and an end credit thing, yeah. Like, I think, and uh, who else, uh, like Dark Phoenix, like you know, the Gene Gray and stuff. I think the, the, the connective tissue between all those things is those actors were so dead on that that could carry a movie. I don't think they found their dead on like that storm, yeah. And but if they did, I think that Storm has enough of like a history, they could make an interesting movie especially now that it's together because uh storm and black panther have a very interesting like history yeah. 
Um, and since Black Panther's already well known, like I don't know, but I don't think they found they don't they they haven't found uh, like a, a storm that could stand next to t- this T'Challa, you yeah. know, and like look right. Like, if, can you imagine like Halle Berry as Storm standing next to this dude? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, like I, I it just doesn't fit in my head. Yeah, like, age wise, especially. But. Well, she's a little soft too, you know, and he's very regal. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, even though I would like it to, uh, I think that. They'll get to X Men, and I think they even. I was reading an article saying that they're n- talking about doing an X Men movie, starting one in twenty twenty one. So like it might not come out till twenty twenty two. What I'm afraid of is that they'll instead of doing like the classic X Men that we all know and love, they'll pick up one of these newer uh, comics that are out right now, like Gold or or uh, it's it's the new newer version of X Men, but it's it's like. Their outfits are like cyber cybernetic, and like the look of them is so like Ooh. more modern. That's that's my fear is they take on these like newer faces mm. as the old X Men. Like if if they do do it, I feel like it should try to pay pay homage to like the original characters, especially because like uh, Hugh Jackman did did like a decade of Wolverine, you know? Yeah. Like, how are you just going to, like, throw a new Wolverine at us? <laughs> like, I don't know how they should do that. Yeah, I think it was easier for them to go to with the with the X-Men. Like, for them to start with the X-Men. Like, okay, now that we've created this team that you care about, yeah. that have, even has some own backstory within their cinematic universe, like their three X-Men in the movies they had, then they were like, all right, now we're going to make a Wolverine Origins movie, and then we're going to make a Magneto movie. And we're gonna right. make, you know, all these other spin-off movies that they wanted to make. I know they won't do this because it's not a big enough property, but I would love for them to make... Um, like X Men First Class, but the actual First Class comics. I know we really talked fun. about it before, like, and I was all super excited because at the time that X Men First Class comic had came out, and I was really enjoying it. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Great! Oh my gosh! Like the very like the First Class of X Men. That's I would have loved to see this." And yeah, and then no, <laughs> especially because Vince, you haven't read First Class. Uh, I've read a little bit of First Class. So like the reason it like I think it would be really awesome now is especially because like Marvel's back together. Like one of the my favorite moments in First Class are like all the X Men go on this like trip to Sweden to like help a client who's this, like a Swedish businessman like deal with something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they get to like the top of this like mountain and they get attacked by like an abominable snowman or something. <laughs> and then something I forget what it was. It's something where like all the X Men were incapacitated. And they're like, oh no, this is the end. And then the the tour guide, the yeah. Swedish guy, like rips off his suit and it's Thor. <laughs> and he's like, I'll save you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it was so much fun to read. Like, I was like, can you imagine, imagine that happening? Like Chris Hemsworth, like, Psh, it's me. Or I guess it wouldn't be him. Yeah. His run's probably gonna end soon, but like something like that, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Uncanny is like the one we all know and yeah. love, like Uncanny X Men. Well, they name they rename it and re- Astonishing. Books. Yeah, like yeah. and then Next gen those is I think what I was kind of thinking as well. Mm, yeah, there are so many X Men books. Like you know, trying to jump into them. Especially, I remember they had red, blue, and gold, and uh, all just a bunch of them in the last few years. Marvelous was one of them. Marvelous X Men. Mm. Uncanny is the one everyone remembers, though. At least I, I would, I would make that assumption. Well, yeah, it's just different, different runs. So I don't know. I mean, kind of going back to like the original topic about like Mortal Kombat wanting to do like an MCU style universe. Mm-hmm. On paper, it works. There's so much material there that you could do it. But I mean, I love Mortal Kombat. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite property. Actually, my favorite property. Mm. I don't think it's big enough to hold that, like that kind of weight. Because, like, with the very few exceptions, most people uh, who are huge Mortal Kombat fans, like, only really like stay married to the original trilogy, like mm. those characters. Um, I, I watched the uh, unveiling, of the announcement of Mortal Kombat 11, um, when they did the live stream. It was a huge event, like over in Burbank, and I think it was probably at Warner Brothers because uh, they own all that stuff. Yeah. Oh wow! Wait, Warner Brothers and they're gonna screw this up. Oh no! I, I, no I, I just, you I never just, know. They might, you know, ditch it off to Universal. Like, maybe. Well, for the ride. <laughs> exactly for the Dude, ride. What would a Mortal Kombat ride be? You just get covered in blood the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, they there's a few characters. So when they, they brought back some characters from like two and three, and it's the equivalent of like uh, them announcing like LeBron joined, you know, L. A. Yeah. Stuff, like. It was su- such a big deal, like and then completely disappointing LA with the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's I want it to be that cool. I, I don't know. Maybe they'll pull it off. If they pull it off, that'd be amazing because that's that that's probably like the property that I 
I supported the movies and everything, but it still didn't quite fulfill me in the way I wanted it. Because that, that was that time in the 90s where, like, Mortal Kombat, Super Mario Brothers and stuff, they were trying to make, like, gritty, realistic versions of those films. Mm-hmm. And, like, Katana, my favorite character, beautiful woman in the movie, but she's not even wearing a lick of blue, which is, like, her whole thing. She's, yeah. a, she's a blue <laughs> ninja. She never wears a ninja mask. The closest thing they got that she was, like, a hot brunette. That could do martial arts. That was like the <laughs> only thing they got in there. Otherwise, it didn't resemble her at all. Like they had to repeat her name several times. Well, it's like the '90s again. You know, like Vince was saying last time. Like all the the nurses or anybody that was like, "Oh, if it's a girl and she's good at something, she's like just super hot." Like, yeah. Hi. It's like the Meg. Uh, That's what we're talking about the Meg. <laughs> um, I was trying to, uh, I like I will forever see Christopher Lambert as Raiden though. Yeah, even though he wasn't in the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> And and reptile like being like seeing reptile on the big screen was a big thing for me too. Like I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and you know I don't I don't ever really gravitate towards the games or anything. But I I did like when that mo- first movie came out. My <laughs> grandparents liked that movie. Like I <laughs> really? don't know why. I remember going over to their house one day and be like, "You're watching Mortal Kombat," and that's when Mortal Kombat was huge. You know, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, I like this movie. We've seen it a couple times." And I was like. Okay. It's a pretty right. standard, like Americanized, like kung fu film. Yeah, I'll give it that. The only thing I would say is, like, you could have scrubbed those names, and it could have been anything else yeah. too. So, yeah, just the fact that Reptile had his like one big scene, like, but he wasn't like, like he should have been woven in through the entire story. Mm-hmm. You know, especially without the goofy the second one got, it was almost like a more serious version of uh, Big Trouble and Little. Uh, China. China. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China was one of the inspirations for Mortal Kombat. Was it? So, like, like Raiden was basically, like, those three gods. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shang Tsung is based off of Lopan. Yeah. And the thing, like, so in my head, I see more of, like, uh, Big Trouble in Little China as a Mortal Kombat series than the Mortal Kombat movies were. Because, like, even Kurt Russell's character in that could have been Johnny Cage. Yeah. Like, I got to meet uh, the guy that played Shang Soon in that movie. He was at YouTube Space one time. We got to meet him, Carrie. Isn't he like a big voice actor now? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, yeah. he's a, yeah, he does like all kinds. Isn't of... that wasn't he in that ping pong movie? Ping pong? Oh, oh yeah, uh, Balls guy. of Fury. Yeah, Balls of Fury with Christopher Walken. Yeah, he's been God. in a ton of movie. Balls of Fury, IMDb. What's this guy's name? Carrie. Um, oh, George is. Lopez. Where's he at? Oh, there he is. Hero. I think he's also he, in like Panda, Kung Fu Panda, isn't he? I like no, his no, his his character sense. name in Balls of Fury is Mysterious Asian Man. <laughs> <laughs> it is really interesting though how Mortal Kombat, the first movie went from like, you know what? Not so bad to the annihilation to like this is literally the polar opposite. Like it's so bad. Like, yeah, like it's so really laughable. Weird. Yeah, yeah. The Cinemasker angry video game nerd guy, like mm-hmm. he does a great breakdown of that. It oh, got a, it that, got that a 3% rental percent on that, Rotten Tomatoes. That rental reviews. Yeah, thing. the rental. Yeah, reviews. that was a pretty good breakdown. Hmm. I, I did. I'm looking on IMDb here. It says that uh, Carrie is also the voice of Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11. That's oh, amazing. Crazy. Your soul is mine. Exactly. Um, yeah, I see him all over the place. I mean, like you'll watch a TV show and you're like, dude, Shang Tsung. Oh, yeah, that dude, yeah. <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> uh, he's forever Shang Tsung to me. I'm just yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that say is that Jason Momoa next to Mortal Kombat actors? Yeah. What what is that? A lot of twenty one people. Uh, to the right. Yeah, what is that? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure this is probably clickbait. We'll do it. Jason Momoa. Wait, why is this? He must have Is this like a wish list? Maybe. Oh, you know what? I could believe Jason Momoa is Nightwolf, except that he's the wrong ethnicity. Yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't. Um Anthony Dale as Scorpion? Sure. Han as Sub Zero. Okay, is Idris Elba going to be Jax because he's a black guy? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Idris Elba. Um, Dude, Idris is like he's one of those dudes that just looks like if he didn't work out, he'd still be jacked. Yeah. Like you know, like <laughs> I don't quite see Idris as a uh, Jax only because Jax is like more street. But I don't know. He just he's a good actor. He could probably pull it off. Wait, Ryan Reynolds is Johnny Cage. Sign me up. Oh, that would be hilarious. And wait, so James, James Vanderbeek Vander as Johnny Cage and Striker? I was I trying to remember who the original Jax was. was Lynn Williams. Didn't they change him in the second they movie? They changed too? him in the second one, yeah. They were just like, just put another black guy in there. <laughs> they changed like everybody in the second movie. Yeah. It was it, such like a crazy, it was almost dropped levels. It was like, they were like trying to be, they, they really reached for that first movie. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they didn't hit, but like, 
overall, it was pretty fun. Like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing it as a kid and being like, wow, I'm actually really interested. And the second movie is going to be great. Yeah. And then you see the second movie and you're like, what so, did, were they and thinking? The, and the stakes were so much higher then, too, because as a kid that young, you either had to save up money on your own or beg your parents to spend like 10 to 20 bucks mm-hmm. on a ticket. And like you, that kind of build up to Annihilation was like, okay, you see, it was like an event. And then yeah. you go and you're so let down. What's hilarious, Keith Cook was Reptile in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then he was Sub Zero in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just realized? Uh, in the second one, Annihilation, Shao Kahn is Brian Thompson. We've also met Brian Thompson. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to go meet up with Barry, and Aristotle and his girlfriend were there. Oh, the older fellow. And then Brian just walked up, and I was like, mm-hmm. hello. Hey. Like, I'm Vince. He was Shang Tsung? <laughs> no, he was uh, Shao Kahn. Sorry. Shao Kahn. Oh, gotcha. Which is funny because. Shao Kahn, um, I think in real life the actor that played him was actually kind of short, but mm-hmm. he was jacked. So they just like kind of like scaled him up in the in the video game. <laughs> um, but in the movie, I think they got like a wrestler, or a bodybuilder, or something. Not the greatest actor, but um, yeah, it says uh, Shao Kahn and Goro were the same person. I guess were they animated? Goro actually uh, was, was one, of the, one of the last major animatronics. Was Goro? Yeah, and it actually, if you watch it like that. Kind of holds up. Yeah, Goro holds up. Because it says here that this one guy did the voices for both those people. That's yeah. like the only part where, like, you know, Johnny Cage or whatever does, like, his signature split oh, where he yeah. punches him in the balls. Yeah, because, you know, godlike aliens have nuts in the same place. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny now that you mentioned Goro, though. I think Goro's probably the most memorable, right, to mm. people who aren't, like, huge fans of Mortal Kombat. That's probably what they remember from Mortal Kombat is Goro. Right? No, I, I think. Or Raiden. Scorpion. Really? Scorpion, yeah, maybe. Reptiles, like a fan favorite, you know, yeah. and like, like, how do you make any of those characters like background? Like, they're they're all gonna have to be like front, you know, looking at the cast and everything, and then starting to like remember. Like, I totally forgot that like Ermek was in it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they rep- threw everybody a new type in reptile sector, uh, Cyrax, like all the uh, robots. I will say, I I like the sector Cyrax fight. Because the the soundtrack at that time was when like industrial and electronic music was starting to become big in the '90s, and it hit big in the first movie, so they doubled down in the second mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And that sound that song that plays during the Cyrax fight with Jax and everything, I remember playing this day. I'm like, this is so cool. And I went home and tried to learn how to use MIDI and everything. <laughs> um, That's cool. But this, yeah, the story was garbage. They killed Johnny Cage literally ten seconds into the movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was one of the only original actors you had. <laughs> At least they killed the white guy first. <laughs> oh gosh, they just that movie, man. I just I don't know. I didn't, I didn't understand it. The best part is if you go back and watch Annihilation and watch the green screen rotoscoping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can literally do better now with Final Cut. Yeah, or, or deep fake. Yeah. Deep well, no. I mean, no, not 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 face wise. Like you'll see, like Raiden. You could tell they're at like some Tibetan temples or something, but they they put a giant green screen behind it so they could put some like stormy sky behind it. Yeah. But the stormy sky is so like hackneyed in. It's and stuff. really bad. And then like there's times where like some characters are in slow mo, but others aren't in the same <laughs> scene. Yeah. Like somebody's falling and they mm-hmm. they're falling in slow mo, but everybody else is in real. Like and it's very very obvious. That's pretty cool. Or but, like they remember one guy falls down a pit. And then, like, another guy falls down the pit, and it's the same exact clip. I think that was the fight <laughs> with Rain or Ermac. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think Johnny Cage Rain was in that, too? Holy crap. Probably. They, so he, he gets, one of these ninjas gets kicked, mm. and that's not Scorpion. And they <laughs> cut to a shot of Scorpion falling down the pit mm-hmm. that was already used. Yeah, it's the same. It's Scorpion again or whatever. Like, and they didn't even bother to change his color. They didn't like just try to change the color shift thing. It was just like a yellow. Or make ninja. it go faster or something, or have a tighter clip. Like it's it's nah. obvious. You watch again, you're like, wait a minute. Dang. Even as a kid, you're like, what the? Like you can rewind it and be like, quality assurance is just a blunt. That's it. It's just a, like a weed blunt. Now the Cinemasker thing was like dead on with it though too, because they were they were talking about the the things they doubled down on were the things that made, were the bad parts of the first movie, yeah. like like the terrible CGI. They like yeah oofed. Like, um, was it the first? Well, I forget if it was the first one or second one that had like the wind tunnel thing. I think it was the first one, hmm. so that wasn't too bad. But yeah, the second one there was also um, man, what was it? I don't know. There's so so many things in that movie. Even the story, I can't remember it. Like the first one, I still vaguely remember because it was that classic story of like must save Earthrealm. Oh, Sindel was in that, and Shiva and everything. Yeah. 
and those like those two, and then like uh, Motaro, the, the Minotaur dude, yeah, yeah Motaro. Motaro. Like they're major characters in the Mortal Kombat lore, and they were literally just like goons mm-hmm. in this one and in Annihilation. So, they killed him off quick, I think, right? Yeah, and they weren't foreboding. Like Shiva is supposed to be like a god, you know, and she looked like like a unibrowed, like you know, like prosthetic. Like I don't it's like, like a U- Una Brown Grace Jones, <laughs> not even Grace Jones would have been a badass uh, Shiva, and then Sindel had the cringiest performance. Like, and I don't even know if it's the actress's fault completely because there's probably direction, but also just her setting. She's in like this terrible costume and like a terrible wig, and she's supposed to be Katana's mother. Now, not even like the age th- thing. There's just no. Like, we've seen with really good actors in the MCU and, like, other films, like, you know, films that aren't superhero films, that people can be, not be, like, the age parts and still act well enough to be believable as, like, a father, mother, son, daughter, whatever. And mm-hmm. that just is not, like, the actress that played Sindel, you know, she's like, my daughter, Katana. I'm like, I'm not buying any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just were throwing in so many things to try to, like, maybe, I don't know if it was to, to please the fans, maybe if that's... Sometimes I don't know what goes through like movie movie uh, executives' heads that they want in there, or even the writers that they hire to write for them. I feel like it'd be like X Men Three. Like you watch X Men: uh, <clears throat> The Last Stand, and there are so many characters thrown into it. Just I don't know. I don't know if they thought that it'd be like a fan favorite. Like, hey, watch! Oh, look at Marrow's in here, Blink. and this person's a Blink scene. Like, and that's it's just weird. There's so and they kill like half of them off. Like didn't like have a second like hey, juggernauts here you know like it's just it's just not what we wanted you know we wanted a deep good story between these characters I don't need for you to pack in every single X Men like hey I'm just you know coming through the house bye yeah. multiple man here you know <laughs> they, they I I hate that you know they did the the Sentinel thing and then they did it again or before you know in first class or whatever or second that one of the second movies there they just I haven't seen like an awesome Sentinel battle. Like, yeah, I've seen awesome Sentinels. Yeah, yeah. In the last stand, I remember that clip that they showed was in a trailer somewhere of Wolverine like having the head of the Sentinel, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! <laughs> Finally, we're gonna see him tearing the crap out of some Sentinels." And then like it didn't happen. And you're like, "Oh!" And then like, there's Future Past <clears throat> comes up, and like, while that, while I enjoyed that movie more because it sealed, yeah, just erased everything, it erased everything or whatever. Um, I still don't like it. I watch it now, and I'm like, I don't really like this movie. And then. It's because he goes he goes to fight the Sentinels. For one, they're not very cool looking Sentinels. Mm-hmm. For two, he's got the bone claws again and he doesn't do anything. And it's not about <laughs> the Sentinels either. Like I, I still don't understand why like we have this Sentinel design from the comic books. They could pretty much do really close a one to one and it would I think it would just hold up. You know, they could adjust it a little bit, and yeah. I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be mad about it—to make it look more like I'm just, an actual human person, and instead of like the boxy, you know, circa 1960s robots. It, it really <laughs> ticks me off that we have movies like Transformers, but yeah, we don't—we can't have a freaking Sentinel. Hopefully, Disney will will <laughs> fix this. I mean, I I have hope for this. I really, you know, you're talking earlier about you know you hope that they don't go like for for a newer book, but yeah, I don't know if, if that's just do, us like, like being like. Living in the in 90s the still. 94, like, man. 93. But at the same time, that's what everyone kind of loves. I wouldn't mind them doing the newer stuff as long as they kind of like would go back and show that the old stuff happened. Yeah. You know? Speaking of Disney and whatnot and Avengers, did you hear that it's going to be three hours and two minutes long? Yes. Oh, yeah. I kind of assumed that, though. I heard it, that they, they were going to put an, an intermission. I would love an intermission. I can go piss. I don't think there's gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be an intermission. I think a lot of people are gonna be peeing into the soda cups. We like the sound of music. (laughs) (laughs) A video essayist I like to watch named Austin McConnell presented a very interesting theory that um, Spider-Man: Far From Home uh, might be a fake movie. What do you mean? That they released a trailer for this movie to come out to throw us off the scent of Endgame, Mm. and they're like. It wouldn't be a huge departure because of how like misleading the Infinity War trailer was, and uh, Marvel has enough money. And like, what if it's not a real movie? I don't know. There's there was like a lot of things that kind of connected to it. Or what if it's not the movie that they presented either? What if the what if Far From Home trailers change after Endgame? I could see that happening, but like to to have it as like this is a fake movie. This doesn't exist at all. mm -hmm. Like I don't buy. I wouldn't be able to buy that. That's just too much. 
for one, they shot all those scenes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... there is that article about Endgame directors admitting, yeah, uh, trailer manipulation. I mean, they have to. I mean, uh, that stuff would get leaked all the time. I'm sure. Like, they are the holders of all the keys, so <laughs> yeah, they only let us see what we want to, what they want us to see. Now, the thing that's most important to us is that we preserve the surprise of the narrative. When I was a kid and saw The Empire Strikes Back at the 11 a.m. on the day it opened, it so profoundly moved me because I didn't know a damn thing about the story I was going to watch. We're trying to replicate that experience, which That's reminds me of that Simpsons where he like comes out and he's like, who would have known? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for ruining the movie. <laughs> it, it's true, though, because like when we were kids watching movies, it was really hard to spoil stuff, especially because you know stuff comes out on weekends and things. You're not in school. You're probably... You, you, not as likely to be with like a room full of like kids that have seen movies and stuff. Well, we didn't so, even like, have blogs back then. Yeah, so. well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, hmm. you would have to get it spoiled in person, mm-hmm. and that was easier to either shelter yourself from or just least, less likely. Now you can literally just open up Twitter or Facebook and could just be there. Yeah, like, I try to stay away <laughs> from all internet when it gets close. Like when this comes out, I'm a week beforehand. I'm shutting all internet <laughs> off. I'm not even joking. You have to. You almost have to. Because no matter where you look or what you do, there's always some sort of screen in your view of, you know. You'll, I feel like there wasn't as many something. douches back then, too. I mean, oh, uh, maybe they were, but like they just, you couldn't get, they couldn't access you to where they try to spoil it on purpose. I got spoiled. Uh, the, the Force Awakens, I got spoiled. Like somebody, had, I don't know, seen it in some other country or had a clip and showed the picture. Like we're just posting it in groups everywhere mm-hmm. of like Han getting it, you know, in the oh. heart or whatever. And it's just. Yeah. Like, not that I didn't think that was going to happen, but, like, it's still, it takes you out of it. Like, you're yeah. not surprised anymore. So I understand that the way that they're kind of being super secretive, that the fact that this tra- these trailers that they've shown us are only scenes, they said, from the first 15 minutes of the movie. And yeah. even on top of that, they're they're highly, like, probably changed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other theory I heard was since supposedly all these scenes are from the first 11 to 15 minutes of the movie, we're seeing scenes that look like they're from the end. Yeah. So... Part of what, in, unless the scenes are completely off, we might what we might be seeing in the movie is uh, the Avengers having multiple failed attempts, you know, and then like so, like Captain Marvel might not be like the the end all be all. She might be one of the many efforts, mm-hmm. you know, and then the actual thing that ends it is something that we none of us saw because the Russos have said multiple times like it's not what we think. I would hate for it to end just just simply, you know. Like she comes in, she kicks Thanos's ass. Yeah, Nebula like f- cuts his head off, and then that's it. I imagine if she does come in and kicks his ass, and that's it, the internet will be in absolute uproar. <laughs> like, yeah, I hope it has like some inner twists and twines, oh. double twists, and even triple maybe. Well, I guess we should wrap this up, guys. Yeah, yeah. talk forever, but uh, f- feel free to uh, drop us a line there in the comments and uh, let us know what you want to hear next or any. Uh, crazy stories you may have you know, maybe that's something we should do for the next uh, episode is you should pull up whatever comments there are and like kind of go through yeah any like talking points and stuff that might sure. be a good thing mm-hmm. i, I can tell shout you shout out to whoever dropped comments at least yeah, yeah. i can tell you that i haven't been doing a good job of looking at comments so we'll <laughs> fix that for the next one yeah i think there's brandon dropped a couple um oh, dust oh yeah i think she, yeah she dropped a couple but i like uh i haven't like seen like some of the talking points especially with this one because we presented like quite a few like uh, talking points and opinions. So it's just interesting seeing what people are thinking. Yeah. Well, guys, we love you. Yeah. Please subscribe. Do all those good things. And come back and listen to some more yellow spandex. Let us know what you thought of Shazam because it'll have it'll shortly be coming out once you hear this. Yeah. That's right. Don't well, forget to follow uh, RKVC. That's right. All the socials and Ooh. Bands Life. Yay. Peace out, guys. Later.